I'm in the studio with Jay Halleen. And I'm in the studio with Jay Halleen. 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 You are now in the studio with Jay Halleen. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Jay Halim, and yes, we are back for part two with my player partner, Tamika L. Sims. Please say the L. <laughs> what up, Tamika? Guess what? Somebody was like, oh, I saw part one. You're going to have to give me the story of the L. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hey, good. Hey, man, you know, please say the L. So she, she, she requires that, you know, not just in an interview, but period. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, we on part two. Um, part two's been great. Part one's been great. Everybody's oh, yeah. been responding definitely well to it. Yep. So you know, um, how you feel about it? I feel great about it. I you know I'm thankful for the opportunity. It's been so crazy. People texting me, they're like, "Man, I really enjoyed that interview with you and Jay." I'm like, "Sweet." I ain't tell them about part two. We gonna sneak <laughs> that in them. But I appreciate all the love um, that's been shown. Um, so I'm just looking forward to this conversation. Listen, we just walking the dog. We, we picking up that <laughs> on a journey. I mean, because for the people who don't have the book already, you know, she went chronological order and, you know, she was going down there. So I'm kind of giving you a glimpse in this conversation. And um, for, also for y'all that don't know, we're celebrating one year next week of the, the <laughs> um, arrival of Ink Pen Diva, the truth behind my pen. Thank you. I'm going to show the people the book. <laughs> so yeah um when we left off we were talking about you closing out 2018 coming into 2019 mm -hmm. and you and i linking up for the first time to have what she calls <laughs> my best interview ever right so she's probably going to trump that with this one <laughs> but i had an interview with her because i've been doing this for a while now mm -hmm. and we have an interview we meet and she says it was her Best, that was my best interview. So now she studied me. She looked at everything before she went on the platform. Mm -hmm. What made you say it was the best interview? It was our conversation. <laughs> Side note, it was the best interview. But it was, it was our conversation, Jay. It was our ability to connect. Um, you know, both of you, you and I, of course, you know, we're doing music at the time. And so that was just in addition to talking about business and books, we also had that connection where we were able to talk about music industry and music management, right? Having both managed artists. And so, you know, that conversation was amazing, but you know, it spawned into something even more amazing. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I'm, you know, I'm always going to say that's, that was your best interview. <laughs> now, you know, Inkpen Diva, I don't know, she creeping up in the close second <laughs> but it's not gonna replace that very first time that we had a chance to connect in person yeah that was that was cool um <laughs> you know we talked about a little bit in the part one about how we connected about pro, we're supposed to be talking about doing a book mm -hmm. but then i'm like no i think that you need to run with me and then we talked about you saying that you know you didn't think i was as busy <laughs> as i was Gosh. but once we kind of locked in that summer you know what I mean? That summer, because that was the beginning. That was January for the for chronological order. But and I w I had a real busy top of the year. But that summer, um, you know, I just I think I came back from California, yeah. and we really needed to lock in on finishing. I won't starve. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you were dealing, yeah, in that time frame. You were dealing, and so what was your mindset like? Because we were, I feel like we were behind the eight ball. Because now we had a time. Cause we didn't really have a date. 
right. before I left to go to California. Right. But we had a date of November we was working on. Uh, I Won't Starve the Experience was coming back up again in October. Mm-hmm. and But you were dealing with some things in life. And um, one of the things I will bring up that I remember was that you were dealing with a um, social media crisis. Yeah. Some day. So what was going on with that, with, you know, this tight deadline? Yeah. And um, or creeping up on us and then all that other stuff happening in your personal life. Yeah, you know, it just seems as though whenever anything great is happening for me, there was so much of that stuff happening behind the scenes. But um, if you were connecting me during that time on social media, I actually found myself the victim of a social media stalker. Um, I didn't know who it was, still don't know who it was. Just all of a sudden one day this fake, um, you know, there are fake pages popping up all the time nowadays. But then, you know, somebody like me who was already speaking, who had done their women's empowerment workshop, people know me in the book writing space, like never anything sinister going on. And then all of a sudden, you know, whomever this person was created this fake profile on me. And then from there started contacting individuals that I was closely connected to. You were one of yeah. those people, you know, reaching out, sending messages, um, using my pictures that I had posted, um, saying really negative things about me. So I was really struggling with that. I was scared. Um, I remember calling the police and actually seeing if there was something that could be done, like from a cyber crimes perspective. But of, but of course, having no physical proof, there wasn't anything that I could do. And then I was also preparing for a workshop. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was preparing for a get right and get published um, at the time and in 2019 and I sold out workshop. And so, you know, I was doing my thing. So it was, it was a struggle because we did still have this amazing project that we were working on uh, in the process of producing. Now we did have a deadline at that point. So I needed to be focused, but it was hard for me to be focused, especially around the time that you came back because I was still very actively dealing with that situation. So. Yeah. And so, you know, it's people dealing with stuff, <laughs> regular life stuff yeah. while, um, you know, they're running the business and people forget that, you mm-hmm. know, a guy I follow um, in my investment space just yesterday found out that he had some tornadoes in his house, you know, that hit his home, and hit his neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And he still found the time to come on YouTube and talk about that. I'm like, people do not know, you know, like, and they don't care. A lot of times it's like, give me what you, I'm coming up here to get. Yeah. People going, for, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm coming it, on, yeah. I'm following you. I want you to give me that. Like, people are actually living real lives, yeah. man. So, you know, grateful for you yeah. and, you know, for everybody around you that that didn't, you know, turn into something crazy. But yeah. it, I remember it like it was yesterday. I was mm-hmm. like, because I've never seen anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yo, and you were terrified like yeah. i don't know what's going on i'm like yo there's somebody you know somebody like i don't know who it is and it went on for a good while yeah. but you had an amazing workshop yeah that was my first time getting a chance to see you in action oh yeah so that was cool <laughs> yeah. you know and um i'm like oh oh she actually knows she's talking about not, not that she wasn't working with me anyway. <laughs> y'all he was still doubting me okay <laughs> <laughs> but no i just watched how the people could you know gravitated to yeah. you at that point and I kept still trying to, you know, get out of the book at one point. Like, hey, you know, we can do this other thing. You can come work with me. <laughs> it <Y'all>, was a push. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen somebody try to give up on the project like that. And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was nuts. Yeah. But the turning point mm-hmm. in my book, chapter three, <laughs> The Odyssey, I think that once we got through that, mm-hmm. you know, we we kept going. Mm-hmm. We wasn't going to, we knew we wasn't going to stop. What was that like when you started learning about me? Because, again, and I'm not talking about me. This interview is not about me. Yeah. She's writing my book. Yeah. You know, now, if you don't know, if you're just coming up, uh, she wrote my first book. It's in the book. It says <laughs> in the first page, as told to Tamika L. Sims. 
And I wrote the next three. But, like, you learned a lot about me. Mm -hmm. And it was an emotional time for me in the book. Mm -hmm. But I didn't expect you to get as emotional as you got. <laughs> I, y'all, I was blown away. Um, when I was, when Jay, when, when we were recapping his story and I was, you know, we were in it and we were in some of those parts. Like, chapter three of his book is called The Odyssey. And, baby, it was an odyssey. It was, that was the longest chapter that we had in I Won't Starve. That was the most in-depth chapter that we had because, man, we were really covering some stuff. And so he's recounting the details of his life at that time, but I couldn't get past the man that was in front of me. And I'm like, how is it that you you know, yielded, I think was the word that I used. How did you yield? Well, like what happened here? And he was, you know, so he went on to give an explanation. And But I, I was just like, wow, you know how you have those moments and you're, you're working on something and, you know, the, the layers start peeling back and you're like, wow, what? This was who you were? And um, it was just incredible. So I got so emotional. I got caught up. I like as much as I was crying for Ink Pendiva, I, I know I shed tears <laughs> when we were working on I Won't Star because it's such a powerful story. And to get to see you today and meeting you so many years later after all of that that had happened, it just really tugged on my heart. And so, again, I'm just so grateful. Um, you know, to be the chosen one. And uh, I'm grateful for the opportunity to to be a part of, to be etched in your history of um, forever of, of of telling your story. So she ain't going away, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but then, you know, I was joking. I wasn't really joking. I was dead serious. But then after that, not after the book, but during that time, that mm -hmm. same time frame, you actually said yes to me. You actually mm -hmm. agreed I think it was more Emerald than me. You know, I don't think you, you know, signed on for me, but you actually said, all right, I'm jumping on that Jay Haleen team. Mm -hmm. Yep. What made you say yes finally? Because I was, I was actually since like January, <laughs> not mean like August at this point. You know, it was, I think it was just an opportunity to see you every day in action. So in the beginning, I was questioning. I'm like, uh, he really that busy? Like, you really, you don't have time for four weeks? Like, come on, who, like, who does that? But just actually getting an opportunity to get a behind-the-scenes look at your operations, to see all the wonderful things that you already had going for yourself before I even came into your life, and seeing where I fit in that, right? Seeing where my gifts and skills, talents, and abilities could come into and then help to take, you know, Jay Halim LLC to the next level. And so, yes, it was definitely her. <laughs> she was like, yeah, I think you should be on the team and it was her you know who was like yeah she's the one to help you write the book so shout out to you M. we really you know we love you so yeah yeah thanks for thinking I'm, of you girl you know look <laughs> she knew she wasn't gonna be able to run with me like you right? like look she was over that so it's just like you need a running partner yeah and damn it we ran <laughs> we haven't stopped running ever since no <laughs> you know the um i think that for me i saw the value mm -hmm. in it you know, having somebody to run with me. But I think that once I Won't Starve experience happened, then the release of the book, and then everything that happened after that, I think that's when it started to really pay dividends. Like, okay. Yeah. And I'm grateful for the foresight. But that felt like a roller coaster to me. Oh, yes. But yes. <laughs> that October, November, December for you, what was that like? Because you already have your own situation going yeah. on. But now you're totally swamped. 
Let me tell you something. We, <laughs> when I say we hit the ground running, we were when we were in Charleston, we were in Charlotte, we were in different states, we were in Miami, like we were traveling, getting the message of "I won't starve" out on the road, and we <laughs> were. That what did I say? Hashtag booked and busy. <laughs> we were hashtag booked and busy, and it was definitely a roller coaster for me. I had never seen anything like that. Even having my own books and my own experiences, the way that it's like your audience was waiting on you Jay they were waiting on you to tell this story they were waiting on you because they were so surprised <laughs> at some of the details and some of the stories that you know was happening because you know we live we're living our lives with people yeah. we're around people all the time our friends our family our loved ones and they're like huh <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? So it was definitely it was a roller coaster ride of emotion. It was a roller coaster ride of opportunity. It was a roller coaster ride of us getting out and meeting new people in every city that we were a part of. And just no matter if you were talking to, you know, students or you were in bookstores or we were doing book signings, the message was so well received. Everybody left out of there with I won't starve on the brain. So <laughs> it was, <laughs> you know, it was truly an incredible experience. One of the things that, um, you know, you, that happened with that was that you had a ton of people to start reaching out to you about ghostwriting, mm -hmm. <laughs> which I can't even call it. Can we call it ghostwriting? Because I never tried to hide it. You were shocked about that. But yeah, I'm like, no, this is, <laughs> you, you did it. Like, I don't care who knows about that. I'm not going to act like I'm something I'm not. Like, <laughs> everybody started hollering at you at this point about ghostwriting. Everybody wants you to ghostwrite their book. Yes. What was that like and why did you choose, outside of me aggravating you, why did you choose to not delve into going to that and just, you know, stay where you were? You know, I that literally writing I Won't Starve opened so many doors for me. Like it changed my myself as a writer, like how I approach storytelling from I Won't Starve was completely different and it's changed my whole outlook of my business. And so I'm grateful to you for that, for even, you know, helping me to dig a little bit deeper into myself with my storytelling ability. And so, but everybody, once I Won't Starve was out and people were looking at the success, they're like, wait a minute, hold up. <laughs> I got a story to tell Tamika, I need a little help over here. And I'm like, oh, thank you, but no. <laughs> so it felt good because that wasn't something that I thought I could ever do. It wasn't something that I wanted to do um, but again you know you gave me an opportunity and so I'm so grateful for that and I'm um, sorry for everybody else because they, they still be reaching out about that and I'd be like thank you but no I wore <laughs> I look, look nine months straight like a baby yes that thing yes look, yes that is a that's a look, I was wild I was wild. I remember the publishing process I was asleep I fell out and I didn't know what was going no. on because I'm like look this is it. I gave everything I had. You did. And I wasn't even writing. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just a story mm -hmm. and reliving so many things. And that's so much stuff I left out. But y'all be, be on the lookout. Some of that stuff is coming. But um, so much stuff I left out. But I could just see everybody. We needed a break. Yeah. Everybody needed a break mm -hmm. after that time. So I'm glad we were able to travel and do everything like that. Yeah. We talked about going to. Went to Miami for the first time. We did. We went to Miami <laughs> for the first time. Yeah. Or well, I did my first time. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. your first time going to yeah. Miami. And and it was February, which was beautiful. Best time to go to Miami in wintertime. I'm telling you, the old people in New York had it right. They, you know, <laughs> when it got cold in New York, they ran to Florida. You know, yes. Best time. And then, you know, we was it was a combined trip, book mm -hmm. stuff. 
and me being a photographer, we did the Super Bowl situation. Yeah. So what was that like? That was a moment for life for me. Um, y'all know that song by Nicki Minaj, Moment for Life? Like, that's how I felt. I'm like, first of all, I'm in a beautiful city that I'd never been for. Y'all, I'm a Southern girl, okay? Y'all know that by now. So I'm in a beautiful city that I'd never been to, um, a few hours away from where I was born. And we're having this great experience. And, oh, my God, I like I don't I don't even know if I have the words for it, but it was just it was incredible. Like February, the skies were be- were blue. It's 80 something degrees. Everybody's walking around like we were really living like life and to have the experience of, you know, being down there for the books, but also having an opportunity to you know, shoot the teams, the 49ers were playing the Chiefs. And, you know, we were able to be in those rooms and see those players and get the keys to the city. (laughs) Every door was open to us during that time. And so it was truly a moment for life for me. And um, it it was a great experience. I I will always remember that. All, All I remember is just smiling so hard because, I, you know, it was like a pinnacle moment for me. You know, um, being a photographer, being able to have an opportunity to shoot at the Super Bowl and being around um, my team, actually. (laughs) You know, I'm a 49er fan, but we, you know, we come from something amazing like that and come back home to COVID. Yeah. Oh, my God. Just weeks later. But we, um, you know, something happened with you and I at that time. Yeah. We were worried. We were focusing on a major project Mm -hmm. um, called the, uh, The Perfect Partnership. And we was about to fall out. We, well, I could say we did fall out. Yeah, we fell out. <laughs> we fell out. You know, we had a, we had a little business tiff. It was a big business tiff. A lot of money. Yeah. But at that time, walk everybody through that situation. You know what I'm saying? And and you know, to the best of your recollection. So, <laughs> um, and I, I actually I put this in the book. Is you know, it was we were working on coming off of a, a trip uh, to Atlanta. And, um, which is, it was a great trip. Um, you know, we had a good experience there. Um, but (laughs) yeah, you know, the trip was good. Like we, we did a a signing for Jay and he had an opportunity to, to be in a different space, which was great. Um, you know, got some friends and got to meet some new people. Um, so coming off of that, we, you know, we're planning the perfect partnership symposium and there was talk about COVID, talk about COVID, talk about a shutdown, but you know, my background is in healthcare. If you guys don't know, I used to work for the second largest hospital system in South Carolina. We had dealt with Ebola and everything else that had come up. You know, I knew about PPE even before people knew about PPE. So we had to do plan all those policies and procedures. And so I'm like, okay, well, this is another virus like that. It's okay. You know, it's not going to be nothing. It's nothing big. This, I mean, it's not nothing's bigger than Ebola. <laughs> you know, I'm like, there was a swine flu. There was a bird flu, right? I'm dealing with all of these things from a healthcare perspective. So I'm like, I knew it's okay. But it wasn't okay. And I was so dismissive and I was so just not really taking the seriousness of what was going on and how it would impact what um, we were working on at the time with the symposium. And I almost cost you a very vital business relationship. And so um, because of those reasons, and so, you know, and when I talk about it in the book, I'm very candid that, you know, we were, you know, in, on the outs at that point. Um, that was one of the things that led to that. And um, so it was tough. 
it was tough because we were still facing the shutdown and, you know, really Jay had come along and had been the greatest part, you know, person, person of my life. And it helped me. And, you know, we were doing so great with I Won't Starve. And then, you know, because of me getting in my own way, you know, there I found myself. So it, it was hard. It's really hard. Yeah, and, and, and on both sides, because, um, you know, we've been working together for a little bit more than a year at this point. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited, mm-hmm. you know, and um, but. I'm being cautious. I'm, and I've been in this situation, not no COVID situation, but just in business scenarios. And, you know, people are throwing lots of money around, you know what I mean? And it's an integrity thing. So, you know, we were trying to be cautious about whether or not we were moving forward. And we had a lot of money on the table, a lot of people cutting checks. And, you know, it was just a thing where she didn't, like, she didn't want the good times to stop rolling. Yeah. And it's like, what are you doing? You're not, you're not going to not do this event. You got to do it. What are yeah. you talking about? This is that. And I'm like, no, we might not be able to do this event. And so it just went kind of crazy. And, you know, I got some bad flack from one of my business partners. And it was a lot going on. But um, I got to shout out my wife. She saw a bigger picture for both of us because she was stubborn. Yeah. We both Geminis and we both, I think we both. <laughs> Them Good twins Lord. came in yes. and was like, look, <laughs> and we like, eh, I ain't, eh, eh, yeah, I ain't dealing with her. She ain't, I ain't forget it. He ain't dealing with me. And she like, yo, y'all better get it together <laughs> because this needs to be what it she needs to did. be. Yep, she sure did. And we still was being stubborn and, yeah. you know, a little bit. But then the week later, the shutdown happened. Mm-hmm. And so at that point, we're like, all right, yeah, we got out. We, you know, as my grandmother used to say, you know, you, y'all got your ass on y'all shoulders, but yeah. <laughs> y'all better figure something out because here she is by herself, mm-hmm. you know, in her apartment by herself, and we over here and we're like, you know what? Let's go ahead and and and, and go ahead and get her. And yeah. when I when we came to to get you, yeah, you know what 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 was going through your mind in that situation? I mean, because we none of us knew what to do exactly. at that situation. And I mean, it's literally like we were we were in the boxing ring, <laughs> me and you. I'm over here on my side, you on your side, and no matter how they tried, we was not meeting in the middle. Um, but then the shutdown happened. I was by myself in my apartment. You guys know I still didn't have a car, right? I'm still coming off of that 2018 being homeless, still trying to get myself together, still pulling, you know, pulling myself up by the bootstraps, as they say. So I'm over there by myself. But you know me. You know, I'm, I'm in my bag. I'm like, well, I can walk to the store. It's a store here. It's a Waffle House here. It's a this and a that. And then once the shutdown happened, I'm like, oh, I might be in trouble. <laughs> and then you showed up. And I was completely taken aback. I was completely in tears because we were literally pretty much done with each other. And you... um you know, you guys were, you know, opened yourself up to me. And I'm so grateful because I would not have been able to, you know, literally survive, what, 90 days that we were locked down over there by myself with no way to get to anything. Like, I don't know how I would have survived that. So I'm truly grateful um, for that, for that moment, for the thought, for even thinking of me to, to bring me in. So. Now, by that time, we were already family. And then another thing, too, the kids were smitten. (laughs) (laughs) The kids were smitten. And they're like, you know, they they affectionately call her Sims. My babies. So (laughs) they're like, where's Sims? What is she going to do? Yeah. And, you know, I got my behind on my shoulder. (laughs) It was rough. And M like, you better go get her. (laughs) 
And so, rough. you know, a peace offering, I come with my son. So, yeah. you know, he's, <laughs> and, and like, all right, you know, okay, yeah. come on over here. Yeah. And so from that point on, it's just been, you know, like, all right, this, we going to rock out. Yeah. But that, in the pandemic, a lot of things changed at mm-hmm. that point. Of course, not the, you know, I'm talking about with you. Yeah. And this is about you, about Ink Pendiva, about mm-hmm. us. Because at that point, you know, I believe I saw you start to hone in on your skill set, yeah. you know, more. I think that, I, and it was because of, I know the second book, we was coming out, I was doing my second book yeah. immediately. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we got to figure out something. And that's when a, a, a formula was developed. Yeah. You know, I knew what to do. You know, you were able to teach me. Mm-hmm. All right, this is what you need to do. But I think, <laughs> no, seriously, because I see, I'm, I get a chance to get a front row seat that people oh, don't yeah. see. Mm-hmm. Like now, your, your coaching style is completely different. Mm-hmm. And I think that the pandemic did that. Mm-hmm. So what was the shift in you in that space? I think, it, I think Jay, that was the beginning of me starting to embody what Inc., who Ink Pendiva really was, who I really was, right? And that was me walking into and accepting the fact that, you know what, you are something powerful and amazing. But, you know, life causes you to separate from that. And you don't think that, you know, you're, you're who you know in your mind that you really are. And so the pandemic started that because people were at home. Yeah. So I started to get an influx of clients who was like, you know what? Now's the time for me to really write my book. And I had to change. I couldn't be stuck in the space that I was. That old style that I had, that old my way or the highway sort of thinking <laughs> that I had uh, when it came to, you know, helping people tell their stories, that had to change. I had to take a step back, you know, because you're the author of your story. So, you know, I had to st- take a step back and truly embrace what it meant to be a coach yeah. and really understanding that it wasn't about me in that process that it was really about helping my clients and so that was that shift for me yeah. that was and having that support system like meant everything for me to be able to do that so um that that's what happened and you know from there those clients have continued to come in continue to come in and my program continues to grow to what it is today yeah i i just saw it blossom you know um in 2020 just start to sh- the shift I always say that boat start turning, uh-huh. you know, because <laughs> boats take longer to turn than convertibles. So, you know, you turned in that boat, I started seeing it. And then coming into 2021, you're like, hey, I'm that deal now. You know, <laughs> yesterday's price <laughs> is not today's Listen price. at all. <laughs> <laughs> and you so focused, you know. Yeah. But this is where, where it really hit for me. And I think that everybody's going to want to hear about mm-hmm. this coming into it is that. I started, you know, my pro- I I started going into getting certifications, focusing on coaching. Of course, I wasn't with the camera as much, nowhere near, because of, you know, what happened with COVID. And my clientele was a hundred percent, you know, commercial. And you, if you know now, a lot of people start just putting, getting new photos now. Oh yeah. Maybe twenty twenty two, twenty twenty three. So since twenty nineteen, beginning of twenty twenty, people haven't been taking images and doing those types of things in a government space, corporate right. space, like I was working in. And so I started blossoming in my coaching space as well, and it took me to the West Coast. As soon as the world opened back up, I'm back and forth to the West Coast, going back and forth. So I come with this idea, like, I'm moving <laughs> to Vegas. I don't know what y'all are doing, but I'm moving to Vegas. And you like, well, I go. <laughs> so you didn't seem nervous, but were no. you nervous? Were you, what was your thoughts when it's like, okay, I'm taking J. Halim LLC to Vegas. First of all, I'm like, who walks in the door and says they moving to the other side of the country? So I'm like, huh? <laughs> 
Vegas? We weren't even talking about no Vegas. Like, where did this come from? So <laughs> it was, um, I was like, I wasn't nervous. You know what I mean? I wasn't nervous. I'm like, okay. And you were like, okay, you, you come in. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, once you came up with once we came up with a plan of what we were going to do when we got out here, you know, I never I envisioned I myself moving out of Columbia, but never to the West Coast, you know, so I wasn't, you know, so I guess there was a level of uncertainty there, but I wasn't afraid. Like I was like, OK, because I knew that I wasn't going alone. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I knew that, you know, we would be there to support each other because it would be a shift for all of us. Um, but it was just, you know, really seeing myself and how I fit and you know we had an opportunity to travel to the city so I could really see you know being here for the first time and seeing what the city had to offer because all I knew about Vegas was what I saw in the movies Um, but you know being here and really seeing what the city had to offer for me and I could see myself living here and then I'm like grew more and more comfortable with the idea. And I'm like, all right, your girl is moving to Vegas. Come on, West. do I throw up the W? Do I go West Side? Okay. <laughs> so, but, but yeah, I, um, I'm grateful, you know, grateful. Something that people didn't know and they got to get the, they're going to have to, I mean, they can listen to this. And then also they, if they didn't read the book, they don't know is that, you know, we didn't just say, I right, up front, we just won't go and leave and go to Vegas. We started setting things up and putting things yeah. in place. And one thing for me, and I always appreciate it, um, and I always wanted to do, and I appreciate your acknowledgement of mm-hmm. doing this, that I never try to take your business from you. Yes. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you were working with me, but at the same time, I always wanted you to still be That's you. That's right. Yeah. And so, even with the same situation, I know what your comfort level was in mm-hmm. Columbia, so I wanted you to be comfortable. So, I started doing research about what would be the best situation mm-hmm. to make sure, because I knew that J. Halim LLC wasn't going to just be rocking like that immediately. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, I gave you an idea about bartending you know while you figure it out and you were open to it you know yeah. made sure that you got everything that you needed to get to do that but now <laughs> for people who didn't know you know you touched the test the waters with that mm-hmm. but now you actually own your own mobile bartending business whoop, whoop. <laughs> so you're a two-time entrepreneur <laughs> And this is a little over a year now. Yeah. And you booked and busy. Come on. Come <laughs> on. Hashtag booked and busy. I'm going to do my thing. Okay. Hashtag booked and busy. Yeah. It, um, <laughs> again, you know, same Vegas conversation. Like, oh, okay. So I'm bartended. Huh? How do you do that? So, you know, we started doing some research and looking at classes and, um, and I got into it and I was like, I love this. <laughs> I love this. Like it was, it was my, um, you know, I love people and um, I love being in people. I'm very extroverted. Like, like they say, I'm out here. Okay. But not mm. in a way I'm not for the streets, but um, you know, so it was just, it was a great experience um, being in Vegas. It's a wonderful and amazing market for it. So I'm grateful that even you saw that. Um, but we are doing well. Your girl is booked and busy. Come on, we're all the way into the next year with events. Like, y'all not ready, okay? Y'all not ready. But, yeah, so we are We are doing well. We're doing well making some great connections and meeting some great people along the way. Yeah, the funny thing for me was just that, you know, um, people don't understand how when you're an entrepreneur, you still mm-hmm. have to cover yourself. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I don't never want to put nobody in no bad space, you know what I mean? So it was, I'm like, look. How do I make sure that she's going to be good regardless of what, you know yeah. what I'm saying, in the process? But I still want to level up. 
Yeah. We still want to level up because yeah. it's like, hey, you're a woman of a certain age. Mm-hmm. And that's not about business to you. Go ahead and holler at her. But, <laughs> you know, you're not trying to be the little chick with the, mm-hmm. you know, out here bartending and stuff like that. Hey, I'm going to get this skill set. Yeah. But now I'm going to do it from a different space. That's so now right. you're able to give other people opportunity to work. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now, again, booked and busy. <laughs> you're locked in. Coming up on your one-year anniversary. Yeah. Like, how do you feel looking back now at, was it all worth it? <laughs> I just took this really big, deep breath <laughs> because it definitely was worth it. Um, and I would do it all over again. Um, this has been an incredible move. This has been an incredible journey in my life. I have grown so much as a person, as a woman. There are certain things about me that I am embracing, um, especially when it comes to femininity. Like, that's a big thing for me. Um, You know, just embodying what it means to be a woman. And I just keep going back to Ink Pandiva because that's who I am. And it's taken me, you know, this long to realize that that's exactly who I am. And, you know, walking in it now feels so good. And I am excited about my now, but I'm even more excited about my next and the vision that I have for my future. So I'm just truly grateful. And it definitely a thousand times over was worth it. Let me tell you something. So we got to close this with this because, <laughs> what, again, more secrets, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Starve talk. Stand tall and reclaim victory every day. What you do not know is that we were sitting around brainstorming about this. So she was totally <laughs> 1 million percent a part of coming up with this hashtag. I mean, not this hashtag, this acronym. <laughs> and now you get the chance to say what it means to you. Oh, what does wow. stand tall and reclaim <laughs> victory mean to you? Jay, it means resilience. When I think of the word that stands out the most to me in the acronym is reclaim. That means that I'm going back and getting something that I already had before. Mm. And so in this instance, it's my resilient spirit, but it's the thing that makes me victorious every single day, right? Resilience is, first I saw it as a bad thing because, you know, you got to go through some stuff to be resilient, okay? (laughs) But then I'm like, nah, resilient just means you have an ability to bounce back. It means that you have the ability to adapt. So that's what uh, starve means to me. Yo, listen, <laughs> I couldn't have said it better myself, but again, this is from one of the creators of it. <laughs> and I, I pray that you guys get, get a lot from this yeah. interview. It's kind of awkward for us because, you know, she's behind the scenes doing yes. stuff and all this other stuff. So coming in, but I wanted to make this special, especially coming into the um, one-year anniversary of Ink Pen Diva, the truth behind my pen. More than a 1,000 copies sold individually, you know, independently, Hey, this is what's happening. This is what she's doing. It's a whole different world, a whole different thing. You need to book her. Tell them how to do it. Tell them how to find you. So definitely head on over to www.inkpendiva.com. If you're interested in booking me, it's Tamika at inkpendiva.com. Yes, holla at her. (laughs) Make sure you book her. Have her come speak. Hey, do a book signing. Whatever needs to be done, she's ready and willing and able. And she's already doing it. So she she has to turn down some stuff because she's booked and busy. (laughs) I'm trying to tell (laughs) y'all. But I'm just grateful to see it and be have a front row Thank seat you. to it. And Thank as you. I always, as I told you before, you know, what I mean, you um, remind me that I'm not crazy. Yeah. You know, what I mean, yeah. because of the bet on you and yeah. us betting on each other. That's right. And continuously coming into, you know, um, profit from that and, yeah. and prosperity prosperity from it. Yes. Hey, we're going to keep doing it. So y'all keep watching. 
But find you somebody that you can build with, man, and grow with because um, it's, it's still something in that. still some special things that can happen. That's we can't right. do it all alone. No. Again, shout out to M because she saw it. Yeah. You know, she said, hey. Thank It's you. her. It's her. You know what I <laughs> mean? And and she hasn't been wrong. So, yeah. um, I appreciate you. Thank you. I appreciate you. This has <laughs> been so good. This has been so good. So, thank you so much again, I, you know, for everything. It ain't no thing but a chicken wang. Look. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> old school, right? We just yeah. showing the age, right? <laughs> I am Jay Halim on all my social medias. Go find her, Ink Pendiva. Yeah. At Ink Pendiva, at Tamika L. Sims. Yes. Please, Please say, say the, the L. L. <laughs> <laughs> this is Starve Talk. We'll see y'all next time and in the next video. I'm in the studio with Jay Halim. 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 You are now in the studio with Jay Halim.